Welcome to the Static Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony T, and this is episode 101. Back on a Monday, July 31st, 2023. Summer is here, and I am back from a little break. It's been about a month. I hope your summer is well. I took a little vacation and it ended up being a little extended vacation. I can see like pretty much everything is back to normal from the pandemic. Everybody's going about their business, doing flying, traveling, but uh, the service just isn't there as it used to be. So it was a big family trip planned by the in-laws to the beautiful islands of Turks and Caicos for about five days, six nights or so, or something like that. And it ended up getting extended by actually five days. We were supposed to fly out on a Monday and we got a notification that our flight was canceled due to weather here back in the Northeast. Uh, FAA grounded a bunch of flights and it just made a mess and we were stuck till that following Saturday, which there's worse places to get stuck. But when you don't plan and there's kids and elderly people, it makes it a little more difficult, but we survived. Now, the problem is who is accountable for those extra days to pay for them. I didn't book a 10-day vacation. My in-laws didn't book a 10-day vacation. And supposedly since the FAA grounded the flights due to the weather, that kind of absolves the airlines from any, you know, financial obligations to the passengers. So now what? Well, thank God that my in-laws got uh, travel insurance and we can recoup, or they can recoup, or we can recoup some uh, funds. It just seems to me that in the past, if something like this was to happen, the airlines would definitely go and get you back as soon as possible. You know, I can understand one day delay, two day delay, unless there was some extreme case of like weather, but it was a couple of thunderstorms passing around here. What I heard, they were, yes, they were serious, but you know, there was nothing, you know, it wasn't like a blizzard hit and everything was shut down for a week. So from now on, it seems like the travel insurance is a must now with the way things are. Um, I know that airlines also have pilot shortages and staffing shortages and there are a bunch of pilots were on a strike. So there's a lot going on right now and you want to be safe that, you know, that she gets some money back if you get stranded somewhere. But besides that, everyone had a great time. The kids had a great time, got some tan, the weather was perfect, and everything worked out okay at the end. Now, before I move on, there's some breaking news that came in on the New York Post. Paul Rubin's dead. Pee Wee Herman actor was 70 years old. The article states, Paul Rubens, the actor who made millions around the world laugh with his Pee Wee Herman character, has died. He was 70. Last night, we said farewell to Paul Rubens, an iconic American actor, comedian, writer, and producer whose beloved character, Pee Wee Herman, delighted generations of children and adults with his positivity, whimsy, and belief in importance of kindness. His rep said in a statement to the Post, the cause of death was cancer, according to the statement. Paul bravely and privately fought cancer for years with his trademark tenacity and wit, a gifted and prolific talent. He will forever live in comedy pantheon and in our hearts as treasured friend and man of remarkable character and generosity of spirit. A post to his official Instagram account included a quote from Ruben directly to be shared with his fans after his passing. Quote, please accept my apology for not going public with what I've been facing for the last six years. I have always felt a huge amount of love and respect for my friends, fans, and supporters. I have loved you all so much and enjoyed making art for you. 
So that was a pretty popular show when I was young. I never really got into it. It was a little weird, but his voice and stuff, he made a silly laugh and uh, he had a crazy bicycle, like this red thing. And it was like the, his main beautiful bike. And there was always this guy trying to get his bike. And uh, it was all right to show, but it, it wasn't like my my thing. It was a little wacky, too wacky for me. But he was a good actor. I, I enjoyed his role in Blow. He did a very good job uh, with uh, Johnny Depp, and where he played uh, the uh, marijuana smuggler and then became coke smuggler. And he was his hairdresser, and he was the one that supposedly got his. He was the big distributor in Hollywood for uh, the character that Johnny Depp played. So it was it was a good movie. He he acted very well. Now, speaking of Blow, another Post article, uh, residents and merchants fume as prostitutes continue to openly sell themselves in New York City's, New York City's CD Red Light District. Now, I grew up in New York City and I never knew we had, had a red light district, but the way things are going, I, I guess that makes sense now. So the article goes, angry residents and workers Sunday decried the hordes of hookers brazenly peddling themselves on a Queen Street where it was business as usual the day after the post exposed the rampant illegal trade. The police, the police do nothing, nothing fumed Anna Garcia, 42, who works at a cell phone store along the city stretch of Roosevelt Avenue in Corona, dubbed the market of sweethearts by the prostitutes. Drugs, prostitution, alcohol, it's terrible. She said of the flagrant underground red light district taking over the neighborhood filled with families with children. Residents in the sex plate section said they scantily clad streetwalkers even prop proposition children, yet cops spend more time hassling street vendors than the prostitute who have flooded the once peaceful block. I have younger kids, said mom of six Maria Valley, 40. One is 14, one is eight, and one is five. And these girls, they try to pull them in and sell their, their services, even the kids. They are really forceful about it. Valley said she also has had drunken pervs lined up outside her door looking for sex from hookers, who force her 19-year-old son to have to crisscross the street walking home from work to avoid being propositioned by them. The problem is that the prostitutes all lined up outside. They're working on the whole block, she said. So the men think our house is where they do business. We'll open our door and then men will be lined up right there asking, oh, does this place also give services? They are drunk mostly at night, but at night it gets really bad, the mom said. Local Anais Bedsabed said she worries about her young daughter being exposed to sex workers. She might think that this is what it means to be attractive, the mother said, and that's a problem. She asked me questions about them. It makes me really uncomfortable. It's not good for her. In an inclusive report Saturday, the Post revealed that nearly a dozen sleazy brothels have set up shop in the neighborhood with the illicit sex trade spilling out onto Roosevelt Avenue near Junction Boulevard. The brothels openly post ads on YouTube that the target Spanish-speaking clients explaining how to negotiate with a prostitute for $200 massage with a happy ending. Brothel operators and sex workers have enlisted even children to hand out flyers peddling their services. Queen's prosecutors have shut down at least half dozen brothels since June, but that hasn't stopped the open-air sex trade from thriving, the Post has found. So there you go. Lovely New York City now has an unofficial, official red light district, which, uh, you know, that's probably because of all the migrants and, you know, sex workers. Uh, maybe these girls are forced into that by cartels to make money. Who knows? Uh, but this is not good. 
<laughs> when in the neighborhood you have people just going around businesses and into buy people's houses and asking them if they provide services at that house, this poor lady. But this is what these people vote for, mostly Democrats in New York City, and there you have it. Now, now you can't complain. Now you can't complain. This is what you vote for. Now, since I'm in the I told you so topic or mood, if you will, uh, another article, diversity, equity, and inclusion failing before because it promotes division instead of unity, DEI Pro says. Corporate America, corporate America's rush to hire diversity, equity, and inclusion executives is slowing to a standstill, with chief diversity officers exiting at Disney, Netflix, Warner Brothers, Discovery, and other corporations. They are staring, they are starting to see the emperor has no clothes. Uh, Tabia Lee, herself a former DEI professional, told The Post. It's important that company structures don't include these kinds of positions whose sole role is to promote divisions instead of unity. Who turned a company of corporate mission into something that is focused on critical social justice that are what the mission of the organization is to begin with, Lee, who is black, added. According to LinkedIn, DEI job openings exploded by almost 170% between 2019 and 2022. Jason Hanold, CEO and managing partner of executive search advisory company Hanold Associates, said 2020, when demand outstripped supply, triggered a fran frenetic time for chief diversity officer hiring. There was an urgency, a national narrative driving the demand, said Hanold, referencing George Floyd's death, the nation's social justice marches, and increased donations to groups like Black Lives Matters that followed. But after a 55% increase in DEI roles in 2020, job attrition rates have been high. In fact, a third of diversity professionals found themselves out of a job in 2022 calendar year. So the article continues with more mumbo jumbo and, and numbers. But anybody who knows the company's main purpose is what you're doing. Stick to providing the service, stick to making a product, whatever you're doing. Don't get involved in political nonsense it it's horrible and right after that article there's two more uh bud light distributors no longer expect sales to recover from dylan Mulvaney disaster and the next one is bud light to be dethroned as king of beers in august after dylan Mulvaney fiasco's expert so there you have it dylan Mulvaney was this one dei thing and it, it bit him in the butt nobody wants that nobody wants when people buy products, they don't want it attached to anything. They buy products to for usefulness or, or stuff. Like, I don't wear clothes anymore really with big logos on them because I'm not, nobody's paying me to advertise them. Unless the brand is really, really good or if it's something that I really use and believe in, I'll wear with the logo. But in the general... I don't wear any logos anymore because just I don't I don't want that on my stuff. I I don't I'm not paying them to advertise for them for free. And that's not even anything, you know, you know, sports jerseys, stuff like that I don't even wear because it's just I don't follow sports and and I don't want to wear some jersey about some team. I just find it silly. Now, my last story last but not least to show how horrible the mainstream media is and legacy newspapers from the post uh, about the New York Times. 
New York Times shocks readers with stories ranking five best clitoral vibrators using 150 hours of research. The great lady turned cheeks red with a story about the best vibrators. Many New York Times readers were not thrilled after a 171-year-old paper spent 150 hours of research and testing to find the top five clitoral vibrators. Shopping for sex toys can be intimidating, according to the piece published in the Wirecutter section over the weekend, which noted that authors interviewed sex researchers, crowdsourced opinions, and worked with 11 volunteers who tried 30-plus vibrator models to compile its list. The consensus landed on the $150 magic wand, rechargeable as the top choice because of its quiet motor, easy-to-clean silicone head, and one-year warranty. However, some readers of the usually stained broadsheets were turned off by the subject matter. I'm sorry, but for the New York Times to be reviewing vibrators is just beyond the pale for me. I can't just imagine after I'm gone my kids finding a vibrator next to my bed. Maybe I'm just old-fashioned, but I don't know. I'm just... I do know I'm just old. A comment, a commenter by the name of Eileen wrote. Uh... So 150 hours of masturbation, it's okay, you can say they did 150 hours of masturbation, we all know it, another person wrote. Um, others pointed out that the article failed to say the word women unless it were part of a vibrator's name. Instead, the article said the vibrators were for and tested on people with vulvas. <laughs> Before you know it, women will be extinct. At least the word will be, one reader commented on the article. Another reader said, let me guess, all the research was, all the research was done by men, another wrote. So there you have it. The New York Times, breaking stories. No, but this seems more like a native ad. And if you don't know what native ad is, it's basically an advertisement made to look like a story. And uh, they got probably money. Newspapers are hurting everywhere. And it's all ad-based. They have to pay everybody. So this seems like one of those native ads where they got money from, you know, next thing they're going to be doing like uh, erectile dysfunction pills articles because people aren't buying your regular prep propaganda anymore. So it's like they have to just, you know, bottom of the barrel ads now. And that is good for podcasters like me. So thank you for joining me today. I am Anthony T. This is Static Podcast. You can reach me at staticpodcast.net. Like, subscribe, donate. And this still is a value for value podcast. Get yourself a new podcast app at nudepodcastapps.com. Uh, you can stream small bits of Bitcoins, which are Satoshis, if you like the content. I don't take ads. I don't do... Uh, I don't test vibrators for 150 hours. Um, so that's that's how I do on donations if you like the pro if you like the content. So go to newpodcastapps.com, get yourself a new podcast app. There's a lot of great podcasts out there on that platform. So give them a listen and check back here with me next week. 